welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you are looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, Look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I am super grateful that you decided to push play on this episode today on the Manifestation Bay podcast. Now, I'm aware that there are so many different podcasts now. There are so many different episodes that you can be listening to. You have so many choices, and I am grateful that you decided to tune in to this episode today and I am just super grateful for you. I'm super grateful for your reviews. I am super grateful for the tags and the DMs and the messages. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Now I am currently in Costa Rica and I do want to say that if you hear any waves, any monkeys, any iguanas, any any howling, um, wind, rain, you know, you never know here. Just know that I am literally in the middle of a jungle right now on the beach in a tiny, tiny boutique hotel that my parents absolutely love to stay in. And you guys, if you know me, I typically would not stay in this kind of place. Not that I'm too bougie for it or too good for it. It's just that it's so like remote. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're literally in a jungle. Um, it's not too bad. If you're familiar with Samara in Costa Rica in the Guanacaste region, it's it's a town. It's a town in Costa Rica, and I'm typically a city traveler, so I love big cities, but this is such a nice place for me to get away from my usual environment, get away from the hustle and the bustle, and just be 
still. And let me tell you, the last four days, it's been storming like crazy. I think the sun just came out. We've been here for six days already, and the sun just came out yesterday. Um, and it's been really nice to just catch up on reading and catch up on some of the new certifications that I'm taking, some of the new courses that I'm taking. I've just been in massive, massive, massive learning mode, and it's been kind of nice. And so, you know, every now and then, just know that when the weather or when the universe or when something is giving you a break from the usual hustle and bustle of trying to create, 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 or work, 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 that it is okay to just be. And it is okay to just be still and it is okay to take a break. And there's always going to be another day where you are being called to create. And sometimes you just need to absorb your own inspiration because if you're constantly in output mode over and over and over again, like constant, constant, just giving, 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 giving without taking just a freaking second to receive, then you're going to outgive yourself and you're going to end up being burnt out. So speaking of burnt out or speaking of create, 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 work, 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 I am speaking to the entrepreneurs in this episode. Now I know that my podcast is for everybody, whether you own an online business or a brick and mortar business. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you are someone who enjoys the corporate world, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter to me because I believe that we I believe that we all could use mindset work. I believe that we can all upgrade our realities. We can all upgrade our thoughts. We can all upgrade our beliefs. We can all become better versions of ourselves and it's not just going to impact our finances, you know? It we are not just here to work. We're not just here to be in business. We're not just here to give um, value in our companies, in our careers. We are here to experience relationships. We are here to experience love. We're here to experience adventure and fun and be healthy and be happy. So doesn't matter who you are. I feel like this episode will relate to so many of you just because I am talking about belief systems and some of the beliefs that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Basically, today's episode is all about the five beliefs that took me from being a shy, depressed and broke pre-med graduate to a confident, happy, multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. And I was thinking of sharing with you five beliefs that I really had to adopt and really had to become obsessed with in the last two and a half years to be able to go from literally someone who is terrified of putting herself out there. You know, it's funny, my mom and I are here together with um, one of our friends, Carly, and my mom, me, Carly, and my mom, we were at dinner one of the nights, and my mom was telling Carly how she literally doesn't recognize me because my mom was so afraid that all I would ever be in my life is just a wallflower. And of course, she never said that to me until now, but it's just very interesting to hear my mom, like she was so concerned because I was such a turtle living in its shell and I would just never put myself out there. It's almost as if I didn't have a voice and I would be so fearful of judgment and so fearful of rejection. I had way more fear of rejection than I had any desire for success. Like I was just not willing to take the risk. And today I, you know, I have a podcast with over half a million downloads in its first year and 
over a hundred thousand, even more now. I think it's like a hundred twenty thousand followers across all my platforms, and I'm constantly putting myself out there. And let me tell you, I it's not just all rainbows and butterflies, but it's also not all that bad. Like I get a nice mixture of, you know, the things that I'm fearful of. Like, yes, there's judgments. Yes, there's some haters that come out every now and then. Yes, not everyone agrees with my opinion. Yes, some people take my meanings and they completely twist it um, because they have some sort of perception or some sort of filter or lens that they're viewing the world from. So they're just twisting other people's meanings via their own belief systems. And so I get a lot, of, a lot of crazy, but I also get a lot, a lot, a lot of good. And it's just been a whole transformation in the last three years. And um, I get asked all the time, like, how, do, how did you go from being so shy? How did you go from being depressed, you guys? Like, I used to be, I used to, I just remember my ex, my poor ex-boyfriend. I remember in college, I would constantly tell him, dude, I'm just so depressed. Like I have nothing to live for. Um, I have nothing to look forward to. Nothing makes me happy. Like my negative talk, you know, external talk and also self-talk, it, it was so negative. I was so focused um, on all the things that I couldn't change. Like I just thought that life was so static and I thought that I had no control over my life. And it turns out that it's just a matter of changing your perspective. And it's just a matter of giving your subconscious mind a new idea to be obsessed with, because that's what a belief is. A belief, you know, what you believe and what you believe is what's expressed into your external reality, right? But the very component of a belief, if you really think about it, it's just an idea that your subconscious mind becomes obsessed with. And your subconscious mind is very habitual. It's very um, circular. It, it likes patterns. It's just going to repeat and repeat and repeat a pattern over and over and over again unless you give it a new pattern. And because that's just how our subconscious minds work, we have to learn how to work with it. And so if our subconscious mind takes on some sort of idea, like an idea that the world is an unfair place, or the idea that money is a limited resource, or the idea that we have to work so hard for money, or that, you know, the idea that we can't be both spiritual and rich, or the idea that love is pain, or whatever ideas that come through our conscious minds into our subconscious over our lives, depending on what our parents went through, what they taught us, what society taught us, how we were conditioned, etc., etc. All we are expressing are just these ideas that we've become obsessed with. And so, you know, it's it's asking yourself, like, what is something new that I can focus on? What is something new that I can start to tell my subconscious mind? You know, what new lens do I need to put? What new filter do I need to put inside of my mind? So I start filtering things. Like the reticular activating system is this part of your subconscious mind that acts as the filter. And it literally distorts and deletes and generalizes your reality to match your beliefs. Because your mind doesn't ever want you to think that you're crazy. It doesn't want to be wrong. And so that's why all of our beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies. And 
I am someone, you know, coming back to entrepreneurship and business and sharing the five beliefs that took me from being a shy, depressed and broke pre-med graduate to a very confident and very happy multiple seven figure entrepreneur. You know, the beliefs that took me from where I used to be to where I am today, I had to really just become obsessed with them. I had to start thinking about them more than I think anything else. I had to ask myself, what must I keep telling myself? What must I keep repeating to myself over and over and over again so that I would finally believe it? And the moment that I believe it, my reality would express it. And so I would constantly ask myself, like, what would make me strong? What would make me almost invincible? What would make me confident? What would make me not give a crap about what other people think? What would make me show up to my business every single day? What would make me be a thought leader in the world? What would make me be a confident speaker? What would make me be a more creative person? I had to ask myself, okay, what is the reality that I am creating? Now, that version of myself who's already living that reality, because if you guys believe in parallel universes, Um, and alternate realities, you know, there's, if you really think about it, if we have these limitless realities and limitless uh, universes out there, there's already a version of you out there who is living the reality that you want. The reason why you can imagine it is because it is real. If it wasn't possible or wasn't real, you wouldn't be able to imagine it. Now, you might be thinking, well, Catherine, there's a lot of stuff that I can imagine that just seems so impossible or it is impossible. But again, it might be impossible in this reality, but it could be very possible in a different reality. Maybe we haven't discovered the resources yet of how to make it happen, but it doesn't mean it never will. Think about your iPhone right now, you know, the device that you're listening to me on, or maybe you're on your computer or however you're listening to me. Think 20 years ago, do you think anyone in their wildest freaking dreams imagined that we would have computers, literally computers in our pockets, right? Or think about even, you know, 200 years ago, do you think anyone in their wildest dreams would have imagined a car, something as simple as a car or an airplane? Like, think about the fact that we can just get into this basically giant tin can, can sit in this giant tin can or aluminum can, and this can is going to be flung in the sky at 500 miles an hour, and it's going to take us from places like Los Angeles all the way to Costa Rica, for example. That's how I just flew um, to Costa Rica from LA. And just think about people and what they would say 200 years ago. They would say that's impossible. There's no freaking way. Um, Did you guys know that the very word lunatic comes from uh, the word moon? Like you are crazy to think that someone can fly to the moon. Lunatic was a term um, that people used to call other people who believed that we human beings could fly up to the moon. And guess what? It happened, right? It totally happened. And so now, you know, anytime someone says, oh, that's crazy or that's impossible, you know, I really learned to question that. And I really trained myself to 
to believe that there's no such thing as impossible. It's just that we haven't figured out how. It's not a matter of can or can't. It's a matter of how can we do it? You know, if we want to believe it's possible, how do we make that happen? And so really adopting that kind of belief system in business, I think is is what makes you unstoppable. You know, there's some crazy statistic out there. I think it's like 95% of businesses fail um, in the first year. And so it's really about not, and you know, a lot of people hear that and they're like, well, what's the point of starting my business? You know, what's, first of all, what's the point? And two, business must be really, really hard. It must be really hard to be in business. And so therefore that's why 95% of people fail. When actually how I see it is I see the 5% that succeed having completely different set of beliefs that helps them show up in their businesses, helps them see opportunities in their businesses, helps them see possibilities in their businesses, unlike the other 95%. So before I keep ranting on here, let me go ahead and dive into the five beliefs that really took me from a shy, depressed, and broke pre-med grad student, or I mean graduate, not a grad student, I only have a bachelor's degree, um, to a confident, happy, multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. And at the end, uh, you know, after I share the five beliefs, I want to share with you guys an opportunity um, from someone that I trust to, that I believe will really help you. And so over the last, I don't know, about a year, I discovered that, you know, I don't know how long you guys have been following me for, but I used to teach some courses around business. I used to teach people how to create Instagram accounts the way that I created. I used to teach people how to create, you know, webinars and how to create email lists and how to do this and how to do that and how to build courses. And what I realized is that that's not where my juice is. That's not my calling. That's not where my passion is. I really love to teach the mindset of business because I believe that strategy is just too freaking percent. I believe that most of the work is in your psychology. Most of the work is not getting caught up in the status quo way of thinking. I believe that most of the work is not giving up when it gets hard, not getting caught up in competition, not seeing competition as a bad thing, not seeing, you know, any roadblocks as the end of the world, not seeing failures as a sign from the universe that you are not cut out for this and that you're not meant to keep going. I believe that 98% of the work in entrepreneurship is all in your head. It's all your mindset. And of course, of course, of course, strategy is important, you guys. How many courses I've taken, how many events I have gone to, how many people like my friend James Wedmore, which is someone who I'm going to offer an opportunity with, a little free thing that you guys can do that I think will really, really help you. You know, um, there's people out there in the world that love the strategy of business. And I am constantly learning about the strategy of business because that stuff is all so, so important. But even James Wedmore will tell you that 98% of the work is all done in your head as well. Um, But he also teaches the 2%, unlike me, because I just can't anymore, you guys. Like, I just know that my calling is in manifestation, my call is in mindset, my calling is in helping 
entrepreneurs and people who have careers and stay-at-home moms and you know men women anyone who wants to listen to me and wants to um, try my tips tricks techniques and hacks and everything that I share I believe my calling is helping people discover themselves discover who they really are shed away all of the limiting beliefs that are standing in their way all of the resistance and really attracting the things that they want in life and really going for the things that they want in life and really learning that there is no such thing as a risk a risk is just something that our egos um, see when our higher selves know that even though it's scary and even though it seems like we're taking a risk, really everything is going to freaking work out. You just have to trust in the process. So that's what I love to do. But I still do speak to the entrepreneurs. I still do have a lot of entrepreneurs that follow me. So I do like to mix in a little bit of the online business mindset. Okay. All right, I promised you we're like 20 minutes in. I promised you I'll share the beliefs. So let's just go ahead and get started. So number one, I have them written here so that I can just read them off for you. Um, this is something that, you know, I've really thought about it in the last year. I think I've had several people ask me what my beliefs in business are. And I've been inspired by people like James Wedmore to really discover, you know, is it that I, you know, how differently do I think from the average person who can't seem to get their business off the ground? And it's not that I'm better than anyone. It's not that what, you know, the 5% who have successful businesses versus the 95% of people whose businesses fail. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It's just that one mastered a specific way of thinking that is often counterintuitive. Okay, so my first belief is at any given time, I have two options for where I can channel my energy. The reality where my success is inevitable and failure is just an illusion or the reality where my failure is inevitable and success is just an illusion. And I think that way more people become obsessed with this inevitability that failure is their you know, is their path. And no matter what they do, they're going to fail and they're going to sabotage themselves. And, and any success that they see is just an illusion. And I decided to choose for myself that I would believe that my success is inevitable. And people ask me all the time, Catherine, where does this like hardcore belief, like this conviction that you're going to succeed no matter what, where does it come from? Especially if you've known me like five or six years ago, you would totally like, you wouldn't even recognize me, right? So where does this belief of my success is inevitable come from? Well, I finally narrowed it down because I had to for um, a filming that I had to do a couple weeks ago. And I just remember it actually came it's my derivative of a Tony Robbins quote. And I remember laying on my grandma's couch two years ago now, and I remember being so frustrated. I wasn't just on her couch, you guys. I was on this cot behind her couch because she tried to make me a little bedroom because that's how sweet my grandma is, is she made me a little bedroom in her living room. And I the cot was so freaking uncomfortable, I lasted one night. But anyway... That night on the cot, I was scrolling through Instagram because I just started in my Manifestation Babe Instagram and I was just very frustrated and I was just thinking about like, why am I here? You know, I had like this equal knowing 
that this is part of my success story, that when my business takes off the ground, I'm going to talk about the days I lived on my grandma's couch. And another part of me was very, very frustrated. And so I remember scrolling on Instagram, trying to get inspired, looking at some quotes, following some inspirational people. And I passed by a Tony Robbins quote that says, live as though your prayers have already been answered. And I just remember just stopping my scroll and being like, holy shit, I need to think about this one. So I just remember, um, you know, closing my phone, like turning it off and just laying there in bed. And I'm just like, oh my God, I had, this is, this is like the, this is like a fork in the road for me. I have two options. I can, I can keep praying and begging for things to work out or I can act as if because that's something I picked up from my previous law of attraction education and law of attraction and manifestation, um, you know, books and stuff that I've read because I remember they're always like act as if, act as if. And I never understood what act as if meant until that day where I was like, wow, I have two choices. I can keep begging and praying for things to work my way or I can already live my life as though my prayers have already been answered. And I just remember creating that, this affirmation that night, which was my success is inevitable and any failure is just an illusion because I am always on the right path and it is okay to sometimes fall in a pothole. It is okay to sometimes stumble. It is okay to take a mini detour because all of these things are just illusions. They look like stop signs. They look like the road is ending, but really it's just a detour. It's just a little pothole. It's just um, a, 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 an object in the way in which I can move. And it's just a matter of figuring out and having the strength to move it. But all of this is just an illusion and my success is inevitable. My second belief is my business is my calling. I have a gift to share with the world. My business is a self-expression of my unique voice, message, and my life experience. I contain a perspective that the world hasn't yet seen, and by not putting myself out there, I am hurting other people's success. If you are a business owner and you started this baby of yours, there's obviously a reason why you started this business. If you do not attach this feeling that your business is your calling, then I don't believe that you're really truly going to show up for it in the way that you could if you attach that powerful reason why you're doing it, which is my business is my freaking calling and this is my self-expression. I am expressing a gift that God, the universe, angels, my higher self gave me to share with the world and my business is one of the channels for me to be able to share that gift with the world. How amazing, how inspiring, how juicy does that sound? Doesn't that make you want to just, I, I don't know, when I hear that, I'm just so grateful for my business. I'm so grateful. I go right back into gratitude about all of my students and all of my customers and all of my followers and just people who have bought from me and people who haven't. I just know that I'm impacting the world. And by not showing up, you know, letting some negative Nancy try, who's trying to take me down, someone who's very unhappy in their life, who's trying to take me down and listening to them and not showing up and hiding and laying in bed and getting depressed, like that's not serving anyone. 
That is serving absolutely no one. It is not serving the people who are relying on me to keep my business, not just afloat, but thriving. And it's also not it's not helping me either because without this business, I would have to find some other way to make money. And I don't think that anything else feels as much of a calling to me as Manifestation Babe does. Belief number three, success means something worked while failure just means that something didn't work. I do not let either one define me. I am enough just the way that I am and I'm learning and growing every single step of the way. I think that so many people tie let success and failure define them. They tie success as, oh, this means that I am enough. And a failure means I am not enough. I did something wrong. When really, a success just means that you tried something and it worked. Congratulations, you figured out the formula for whatever webinar or whatever course launch or whatever live stream or podcast that you put together that day. Like you figured out some sort of formula that's working, that's working in your favor and you have succeeded. And if something flopped, if your launch just flops or you don't reach the numbers that you want to reach or let's say you put out a post and it got two likes instead of 100 as it normally does, that just means that something didn't work. It means you have to try something else. And I can't tell you enough how many people tie a launch, a launch that flops they tie that to their self-worth and they tie that to their value and they tie that to their enoughness, their feeling of being enough. And if you keep doing that, you guys, like there's only so much rejection that you can handle. Um, I'm currently in a certification by um, this woman named Marissa Peer and she's very big on hypnosis. And so I'm learning a lot about how to help women with their fertility, um, how to help Um, people with depression, how to help people with addiction and all this stuff and help really cure them through hypnosis and really regress them back to the very, very core, the very root underlying issue of why they have these problems, um, why they have these addictions and why they have, you know, whatever it is and, and helping them work through it through hypnosis. And in that certification, I really love that Marissa Peer is all about um, being enough. Like her, her whole mantra is I am enough and I decided to adopt that for myself recently and so I go around telling me, telling myself I am enough, I am enough, I am enough because the root cause of most of everything is that people don't believe that they're enough and I think that a lot of business owners who don't believe that they are enough just the way that they are they let failures define them. They let successes define them, meaning that I succeeded, so now I can be confident. And failures define them as I failed, so therefore I am not good enough. And um, something I wanted to say specifically about Marissa, hold on, it's going to come to me, with failure and success and defining... um, Dang it, I lost it, you guys. Anyway, I'm just going to keep talking and I know it's going to come back to me in just a second. Um, so yeah, success, success means something worked. Failure means something didn't work. And coming back to 
like an example from my own business of how I've just allowed failure and success to just mean that, you know, oh, hey, something worked or something didn't work and how I don't let, oh, there we go. Okay. So it came back to me. So Marissa Pierce talks about how um, humans have really two needs. We're born with two needs. We're born with the fear of rejection and the need for connection. And so a lot of us connect um, failure with rejection. And we can only handle rejection so many times before we stop trying. And I think that this is one of the reasons why so many business owners give up is because they keep hearing no and they keep having um, launches that flop. Where everyone in the beginning, you guys, have launches that flop. Everyone in the beginning put out, you know, everyone in the beginning puts out a post that gets like zero likes and no, and it seems like nobody cares. But that's the thing is that the successful people, they keep going. They have this belief. They have this belief ingrained in them and this belief is working for them. It is allowing them to keep growing and trying no matter what. And in my own business, I have set a goal for myself to have a seven-figure launch for the last four launches. And I have a client that I was telling this to saying that, imagine if because I set a goal of a seven-figure launch, that just because I didn't hit seven figures, but instead I hit $500,000 in seven days, Imagine if I just looked at myself and I was like, oh my God, this is a failure. This is a flop. I didn't reach my goal. I'm not good enough and blah, 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 blah. But hello, reality check for a second. $500,000 in seven days. That is incredible for someone who grew up in poverty, for someone who had no idea how to make more than $1,000 in a month just three years ago, is able to bring in $500,000 in sales in just seven days. That is freaking amazing. But if you look at it through the lens of, I didn't reach my goal, it flopped, oh my God, I'm only halfway there, are you kidding me, it's only 50%. Like, think about how unhappy you can easily be. You can easily become so unhappy where you have so many amazing things working for you, but if you don't see it through that lens, if you don't put it into perspective, then you will never, ever, ever feel like a success. You'll never feel like you're enough. Ever, ever, ever. And that's a big problem that I see a lot of entrepreneurs have. Number four, I'm not responsible for other people's limiting beliefs and hurts that are projected at me. It is up to me to rise above the judgments and remain my authentic self anyway. This is how I'll connect with those who have their lives changed by my work. What I choose to believe about myself is the real truth. Now, if you're someone who's getting caught up in other people's opinions of you and other people's judgments being projected at you, if you're getting caught up in everything that's ever being said to you or about you, then there's no freaking way you could ever grow to the size that you really want to grow. Because let me tell you, the bigger that you get, the more people, the bigger of a target you become for unhappy people who are just feeling hurt and they just want to express their anger. They would just want to express their stresses and frustrations. And because you've become this big target, right, depending on how many followers you have or depending on how how high up you are you are in your company like they're going to find 
you as a target to just project whatever limiting beliefs that they have, whatever judgments that they have about themselves at you. And I think that so many of us don't have that awareness. And I think that so many of us, we don't take that third person perspective where we just step outside and kind of watch what's going on between us and this other person. And I think that 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 hurts so many business owners out there because they take what other people say about them very, very literally. And they don't, they can't discern the difference between constructive criticism. Like for instance, let me share a personal example from my life that really, really affected me in the last couple of weeks and I finally overcame it. So I have, um, as you guys know, a Rich Babe Academy program and a Manifestation Babe Academy program. And my Rich Babe Academy program was uh, launched this year in March and also in August. Um, And I have so many very, very, very happy, happy um, customers, very happy students, students who have had their lives transformed in RBA as well as MBA. And something that we do, um, especially with our first round of MBA, we sent out a survey for people to kind of share what how they would make the course better because I always want to make it better. I always want to improve. I want people, I want my courses to kind of be that go-to for people where they know that their life is going to be transformed and it's going to be done in a way that's very easy to understand. It's broken down very simply for them and they have no excuse not to take action on their in their lives because they're not overwhelmed with information. I, I, I like to keep it simple for people and I like to share everything that I know about this this topic of manifestation, this topic of money mindset and and break it down for people in a way where they can actually apply it, not just see it, you know, not just hear it intellectually, but really understand it on an emotional level, on a subconscious level. And so I get testimonials like crazy all the time. I am still getting DM today from people who are in my Rich Babe Academy course in March who had their lives transformed and they're like, wow, I never, I I will never think about money the same way again. And that's being said in a really positive way. And then, um, so my point here is with Manifestation Babe Academy, all of my happy students, when they give me criticism, I listen. All of my students who have made their payments in full, who have done the homework, have shown up to the live streams, um, because I do Q&A live streams, the students who I know are giving their all. When I hear from them that there is something that I could do, I could be doing better, I freaking listen, I take notes, and I make changes. That is constructive criticism. Here's another example. I had a couple students, um, maybe like three or four in the last month, just come out of nowhere, who are unable to make their payments, right? They're unwilling to pay or unable to pay. They're having a hard time. And so they're feeling a little hurt in their life. They're feeling some rejection. They're feeling some frustration. And of course, I am the target of their choice. And they're blaming that my course doesn't work and blah, blah, blah. And they're like nitpicking at every little thing that they don't like about my course. They are saying that they're going to completely destroy my reputation, that they're going to expose me and what a fraud I am and et cetera, et cetera. And I look at them and I'm like, okay, they didn't make their payments. They obviously didn't do the course. They, um, you can track, you know, in my back end of my system, how much of the modules you've watched 
you know, have you downloaded the, the PDFs, um, at least to some sort of degree. It's not very, it's not a very high tech system. We're working on that, but you know, there's, there's a way that I can check, you know, have they been on live streams? Have they been in the group? Have they been participating? Have they been asking questions? And of course not. And so any kind of feedback that they give me, I do not, any kind of criticism that I get from them, I do not listen because to me, it's not valuable. If you haven't made all of your payments, if you haven't tried, if you haven't actually done the course and you're just, um, you know, spewing some, some negativity and some hate, um, at me, then it's not very worth my time. It's not very valuable to me. That's not constructive criticism. And so I think that a lot of business owners, they see it all as the same and they don't know. They think that one angry person coming their way, giving them some sort of criticism that, and they end up changing their whole business model for this one person. Imagine if I took these three, uh, students and them saying that, you know, rich babe sucks and the course teaches nothing and blah, blah, blah. They're in a worse place that they, uh, you know, they're in a worse off place after the course than they were before. And I just destroyed their finances and whatever. Like, imagine if I listened to that, you guys. Just imagine for a second that I ignored the, you know, I don't know, 900 other students who love the course and got really good value out of it. And I just listened to the two or three people who hated it. Imagine if I changed my whole business around those people. Imagine if I just stopped teaching Rich Babe Academy, the very course that helped me manifest seven figures into my life that I am so um, happy and excited to share with other people now because I know how much the principles and the concepts and the exercises have changed my life. And I just want to share it with the world because I know that it works. But imagine if I listened to them, I would not be where I am today. And so I think that, you know, when you stop taking everyone so literally, when you stop taking responsibility for other people's limiting beliefs and hurts that are projected at you, you show up completely differently and you start to play a different game. You put your blinders on and you just focus on helping the people who want to be helped. Because let me tell you, not everyone actually wants to be helped. They want to be helped, but they don't want to do the work to get there. And then last belief, opportunity is everywhere. That's belief number five. In fact, opportunity is so abundant that the challenge is not in finding an opportunity, but rather getting sucked into too many. I choose to keep my business simple so that making money and impacting lives is very, very simple to do. And part of this belief is also, you know, I, I believe that opportunity is everywhere. Opportunity is a dime a dozen and the struggle isn't in finding opportunity, but really saying no to the things that aren't aligned with me. And I think that in the beginning of my business, like most entrepreneurs do, we say yes to way, 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 way too many things. And then as we start growing our followers, what I end up seeing a lot of people do is, you know, when your numbers start to grow, brands start to notice, people start to notice, and they try to get you to promote their products because all they're looking at is your numbers. And I can't tell you how many chocolate companies have tried to sponsor this podcast. I can't tell you how many, um, Oh God, there's, there's been such random, just random like companies who have offered to pay me a good chunk of money 
for me to advertise their products on their podcast and for me to advertise their products on my Instagram feed. And it's completely out of alignment. But imagine if I had the mindset that opportunity is scarce and that I have to take every opportunity in, to, uh, uh, in order to make money. And imagine how less connected you would then feel with me if I started every single episode advertising chocolate to you. Like you would just not you would you would be like, um, I thought this podcast was about personal development, self-help and growth and blah, blah, blah. And I don't understand what chocolate has to do with this. And so I see a lot of people seeing opportunity as scarce and them ruining their connection with their audience. They ruin the loyalty of their audience because their audience then just feels sold to. And I have to say, one of the things that I pride myself in is how many people say that they never feel like they're being sold to me, even or that they're never being sold to from me, even when I'm in the middle of a launch. Because let's be real, in the middle of a launch, I am so excited to get as many freaking people into my course as possible. Um, and I'm unapologetic about it because it's not that I'm just trying to make money, you guys. I believe that money is such a byproduct of changing people's lives. I used to think that money was so scarce that I would do anything for money. And when I started to actually make money, I realized that I made money so much faster when I stopped focusing on how much everything, you know, what are the potentials of how much money I can squeeze out of everything? And, you know, what are the profits and what are the costs and what are the expenses? When I stopped focusing on all of that and just focusing on bringing in people and helping people and just adding value, it's like I can't help but attract a frick ton of money into my life. It's like it just gets poured into my life. And I want to teach other business owners that you do not have to see opportunity as scarce. You just have to take the right opportunities by saying no more often and saying yes to the things that are like hell yes and so aligned with you and you can actually imagine waking up every single morning doing that opportunity taking that opportunity fulfilling that opportunity because otherwise if you just have a lot of random things going on and if you have a lot of things going on in your life out of alignment that creates a really really funky energy in your business and that's why i think so many people are led to burn out so much faster than they have to is because they try to do way too much. And I think that the the belief out there is that opportunity is scarce and competitors are really bad. And actually, when your business, especially your industry, has a lot of competitors, actually how you can reframe it is you can see that the fact that there are competitors in your industry means that there's a massive, massive, massive amount of people out there who need your services. Because if they didn't, the competitors wouldn't be out there and you wouldn't be out there either. And I believe that there's enough people, there's enough business, there's enough money, there's enough products, there's enough of everything to go around. We don't have to play the scarce game anymore. So those are my five beliefs. And I know that they don't just apply to business. They probably apply to your career. They probably apply to your relationships. They apply to all different facets of life. Because again, we're not just parts of ourselves. We are a whole operating as a whole. And so when one area of your life improves or when you apply something to one area of your life, you'll notice that a lot of the other areas of your life improve as well, which is why I love, love, love to not just talk about business, but also talk about other areas as well and how you can manifest 
you know, total abundant success, not just success financially, even though I freaking love to talk about financial success and I will forever because I think that so many people have such a twisted mindset around money and I'm committed to helping the entire universe as many people as um, are willing to listen how to really develop and kind of unwind that old conditioning and develop a new conditioning around money. But I'm also passionate about helping you with, you know, your health. And I'm learning more and more about how to help people manifest wellness, how to help people manifest, um, you know, better health, better energy, like I'm passionate about it all. So anyway, going back to business, I wanted to share um, the special, special video series with you. It's actually two things. I'm going to share with you a free eight-part video series and a free ebook from my friend James Wedmore, who my whole team is currently um, learning from because we just love how we love his team, first of all. Some of um, two of his team members have actually been previous MBA students, and I just love them so much. Jilly and Diana, if you're listening to this, hello. Um, I, we love how simple his business is. We, we totally align with his teachings. He's very, like, woo and, and um, all about manifesting, all about mindset, but also very logical. And it, it, it's very similar. It, it's almost like I'm the female version. He's like the male version. And we talk about similar things, but he's also really good at teaching strategy. And a lot of the strategy that you're going to need in your business has to first be worked through from the inside out. And that's James's whole message is about really getting your beliefs around business aligned so that then you can choose a strategy that directly comes from that mindset. And when the strategy and the mindset are aligned, you guys, you're going to see results like nobody's business. And my whole team right now is actually taking his business by design course. Um, and we are so committed to scaling uh, our manifestation babe to eight figures. And I know that there's a lot of you who maybe perhaps haven't seen six figures yet, or maybe you are six figure earners and you're scaling to seven figures, or maybe you're also seven figure, um, you know, seven figure business scaling to multiple seven figures or like me, multiple seven figures to eight figures. It doesn't matter. James is like the king of scale. He's like the king of scaling energetically. He's like the king of scaling um, strategically as well. And so the video series is called Rise of the Digital CEO, and it's all about, it's like the really fun kind of Netflix vibe. Um, I binge watched it twice last time he released it, and it's just a fun video series to help you um, to help you become the CEO of your business, not just an employee of your business, not just making your business another nine to five job um, where you're working for yourself, but actually being the CEO who travels the world, who has more time for herself or himself, who actually gets to enjoy the fruits of um, his or her labor as well as the team's labor. And so... Rise of the Digital CEO is all about making business simple, adopting the right beliefs for success, and building a strategy that's aligned with the most successful version of you. I'm going to drop the link um, to that in the show notes. So if you're on iTunes right now, it's going to be in the show notes. I'm also going to drop an ebook that he wrote that I just binged like two days ago and I really, really loved. It actually helped me so much with the belief that I had going on that I had no idea 
um, that was actually going on below the surface until I read the ebook. So I definitely recommend that as well. Um, and I'm actually going to link a podcast episode on his. So one of his podcast episodes on the Mind Your Business podcast episode 159 where he interviewed me and James and I had a whole conversation about manifestation, law of attraction, business mindset, which I think you'll enjoy as well because I still have people coming to me who um, just finished listening to that episode and they said it's probably one of their favorite interviews with me and I think it'll really um, give you a taste for what James is all about. So hopefully this helps you. I just want to give you guys another resource. Um, you know, maybe you are not in online business. Maybe you don't have a business, but maybe you're someone who's thinking of starting one. Maybe you have a friend who's starting one. Maybe you know, but you know someone. So go ahead and share this episode as per usual. It would be so helpful if you left a review, you know, tag me on Instagram, screen, screenshot the episode right now on your phone and tag me on Instagram, share it with the world, and then make sure you get into these free resources from James. I don't usually, I'm very, very, very selective and very careful about who I promote because I've actually had some pretty bad experiences in the past of promoting people who just weren't all that they said they were, but I know James is legit. And I think that um, my belief number five, you know, opportunity is everywhere. So it's all about being super selective. Um, I think James is the real deal. And I would love for you to check out some of his work. And um, especially if you're in business, he's a really, really great resource for um, not just mindset, but strategy as well. Okay, guys. I love you so freaking much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, share it with someone you care about, leave a review, and let me know what your beliefs in business are. And maybe there are beliefs in here that really resonated with you. Maybe there are beliefs that you have about business that have helped um, you a lot. I'm super curious to hear them. I'm super, super curious to hear from you. And let me know that you have signed up for James's free video series. Let me know that you have signed up for his ebook. Share it with me when you share it. Uh, tag me on Instagram. And also, if you choose to be in the Business by Design course, which I am currently a part of with my team that he's about to launch, also let me know. I'd love to cheer you on and be super excited for you. Okay, guys, love you so much. Have a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic Monday and a fantastic week. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep up with the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.